Hey everybody, this is Brad Williams telling you that you are listening to the Just Be a Dad podcast. Now why me, Brad Williams, telling you to listen to this podcast? Well, it's three idiots, uh, Whiskey, Nate, and Dylan. One of them's named Whiskey. You know he's a moron. And uh, they just like to talk about sports, movies, wrestling, and uh, they have some guests on. They, they One guest I'll never have is Joe Buck. Screw that guy. Uh, he always likes the Yankees and, and the Cardinals. Screw that. But it's the Just Be a Dad podcast where you can listen and just be a dad. So listen, enjoy, uh, like, subscribe, and rate. Thanks. Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> That's the best one yet. Soundboard in the house. What is going on, everybody? Welcome in, welcome in. Episode, uh, I got nothing. I, I don't know. I, I stopped See? numbering them. Now I'm not See? having any issues now. Uh, well, it, it's because we're live, sir. I guess because we're live. I don't know. Welcome to Just Be a Dad. I'm your host, Whiskey. As always, with me, I'm Cam's number one fan. He is. He really is. <laughs> As you I'm sure. I have a new green screen that I'm playing. I may change it. I may change this later. Hey, and Cam's maybe. number one fan. You gonna let the other guy talk? Maybe. <laughs> Go ahead, Dylan. I don't want to make it awkward just for a second. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm Turbo D. I'm ready to talk some jingle all the way. Can't wait. I'm ready to talk some Cam Newton because he's about to be Slam Newton this week against the Atlanta Falcons. So that'll be fun to talk about. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Nate, I love the background. Teej, love you're officially Teej. I can't get that out of my head now. Because TJ's not short enough. You got to go Teej. <laughs> I, I almost said that last night. I was like, if I knew how to spell Tej, I'd say it. What's his recipes like? Flavor. In there? <laughs> always, wow! Always, here comes Professor. He's Leonard. coming in. He's coming in hot tonight. So, uh, Dylan, I don't mean to step on your toes. I didn't get a chance to talk to you before the show. Um, if it's all right with you, I have a dad of the week. It's all right with me as long as he uh, as long as he stops picking on me. <laughs> okay, our dad of the week is Professor Leonard. Unfortunately, we don't we don't give any prizes or anything, but you get the the half ass key uh, the half ass soundboard over there by Mister Cam's number one fan. So, um, but Professor is here just about every week, always coming in with the hot takes, the hot sports opinions, and always talking casserole, which I love because it's filled with cheese and goodness and creaminess. So. Awkward silence. Yes. Awkward silence. Um, Congratulations, Mr. Leonard. Professor Leonard, thank you. Professor, I'm sorry. I'm sure Mr. is still a term of endearment. And I got a bone to pick with you, Dylan. Oh, God. Uh Calling me out yesterday during your podcast, which is awesome, by the way, (laughs) saying that I didn't deliver you beer. I haven't delivered you beer because you haven't sent me your address. Okay, number one, that's not true. We got to go through the messages on that one. <laughs> I don't have a recent address. Yeah, it's not good to lie when I have screenshots, bro. And <laughs> uh, number two, I was just busting balls. You know, I had to. I had to. I mean, I'm just. I was just glad to put us on the, put us on the podcast. You know. Well, I I have to say, man, I I watched that. I watched and listened to that twice today at work, and it was it was a blast to listen to. It was a blast to be a part of oh, last night. That's why I didn't see it. I was like, why didn't I see it? I forgot and, why um, I didn't see it. But, guys, if you haven't checked it out, Dress Casual with 
Mr. Dylan Busby himself. Go check it out. I don't want to butcher her name, so tell me her name again. Raylan. Raylan. Okay, Raylan. Raylan Nelson. Willie Nelson's granddaughter. Correct. That's a tongue twister when you got to dip in. Let me tell you what. Um, (laughs) Go check. Yeah, yeah. Um, Go, uh, go check it out. Absolutely, it's fantastic. It's awesome. It's funny. They they cover uh, stand up comedy. They cover music. Everything in between. And it was great to see her actually text uh, Grandpa Willie live during the show. That was I got a kick out of that. I was rolling, dude. I thought that was hilarious. Hey, you got to shit it, shit it to. Oh, it's on Spotify, right? It is going to be. So I'm in the process right now of doing the whole audio conversion. Okay, because I have so, to check it. Let me know. Let me know when it's on Spotify. Because I was like, why didn't I see it? I didn't even go to go like, to oh, go to Facebook. On. Type in dress. I don't have Facebook Dylan. anymore. Oh, yeah, dude. Come on, he quit that he shit. I, I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, okay. in, in case anybody's wondering, that is I don't such know an enabler. You, I know. If, if anybody can see, this is the soundboard IPA. I have been going I'm raving about. Um, I'm not a big IPA guy. Never have been. But uh, this right here, I found it uh, at my local um, liquor store. It's $10.99 for a four-pack. But uh, I tell you what, man, this is a really good beer. If you get a chance, Dylan, I have one for you. If you get a chance, go check it out. Is that got a little citrus bite to it? Oh, dude, it's 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 it smells good. It tastes good. I, I, I'm not kidding. This is seriously the best IPA I've ever had. I, I love it, and I hate IPAs. Damn. Yeah, he's, he's not a big beer drinker. Well, yes. Thank you very much. Since I have the opening, I will take it. Uh, you're, you're too kind on the compliment. But yeah, Raylan, I can't say enough kind things about her. She's so cool. I mean, she does podcasts with just about anyone who will reach out. And she's very nice. She's funny, like you said. Um, she's very talented. If you guys listen to her music, if you go to Raylan Nelson Band, she's on Spotify. Both her albums, Raylan Nelson Band and Don't, are both on Spotify um you know youtube all her she has videos on youtube as well her instagram her twitter so please yeah go check out my podcast with her go check out her podcast music is funny and check out the raylan nelson band absolutely real quick we got to stop the show mr billy joe is here with our dad of the week or i mean our joke dad joke of the week there we go i totally bombed that one My wife asked me the other day where I got so much candy. I said I always have a few Twix up my sleeve. But that's awesome. There we go. There's a there's a there's a new girl on the View that I haven't seen before who's got one of those lisps. It's kind of interesting. A lisps. I don't know how much of the View you guys watch anymore. Uh, what is what is the View? The view is a bunch of cackling hot cows who just talk about stuff they don't know. Is, is that the one with the uh, Whoopi? Whoopi? Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg and that yeah. other. Okay. Yeah. Ancient. Yeah, that ancient artifact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't watch that. Yeah, John. John McWhorter was on the other day, so I had to see what uh, they all had to say. That was interesting. Definitely worth a definitely worth a checkout if you guys you know want to talk. Are they they still talking about the Decepticon, the new virus strain, the Decepticon or Omnicon? Decepticon. I don't know. I just been hearing that name all of a sudden. Like I'm I'm like, what is this? Dude, Optimus Omicron is out there for sure. (laughs) 
Apparently, Texas had his first uh, case. Oh, I was like, so, so I'm questioning myself. I'm like, so wait a minute. So if vaccinated people are okay. the ones who can try Can we not talk about this, please? <laughs> please. I'm so over COVID and vaccinations and masks, and I don't care. All right, so you you go get another beer, and we'll talk about this for a minute. I have a beer. He had finished the one he has. I said, finish the one I have. Besides, Professor is in the house. Our dad of the week is in the house. He's looking forward to our, our analysis, analysis of Jingle jingle All the Way. And I'm surprised I got analysis right, because I almost read that a completely different word, because all I saw was I anal. See how you read that. Um... We're not 18 plus, by the way. I didn't mark it explicit. My bad. But, um, so Facebook so, police, if you're out there, be kind. Uh, so really quick, um, before we go any further, uh, I just really wanted to say like how much I appreciate. I really enjoy doing this show. Um, I've had a really rough year with depression and anxiety. Um, it's been kind of an up and down year for me, but uh, I kind of I really do look forward to doing this show every week, uh, interacting with all the viewers, um, with you two as well. It makes it kind it kind of makes me forget a lot about what I'm what I'm dealing with at the moment. Um, but I definitely enjoy getting on here every week and just you know shooting this shit with y'all. So thank y'all. Well, dude, I'm I. Nate, you already know what I'm going to say. We hadn't had a chance to really – we were all running behind tonight. Uh, we didn't get a chance to really talk before the show. But, uh, you know, Nate's going through some stuff. And, Nate, I've said this a million times, man. Without you, without Dylan, without all the help from guys in Strikeout Beer and everybody listening in the chat and always talking every week, this show doesn't happen. And you you were the first person that stepped up and, you know, you, you wanted to be on this. You stepped out of your comfort zone. I mean, we talked about it on uh, Dress Casual with Dylan, you know, uh, you were kind of iffy about it. And I tell you what, man, I, I say this every week and I don't say it to be a salesman. I don't say it because I feel like I had to, I say it cause it's true. I mean, I, I really feel like we've improved a lot. We've come a long way since our first show. Absolutely. And, and, you know, Dylan's come on and he's really amped up the show as well with his experience, his knowledge, and always, you know, keeping us talking and, all three of us, you know, taking jabs at one another, whether it's talking about Cam Newton or vaccines or, you know, whatever the case may be. But Tuesday nights are really something I look forward to. So, uh, man, we're just I, I'm I'm happy to have you. I, I, I'm i pretty sure Dylan is, too. Dylan, I mean, uh, if, if you've got something you want to say to him or, you know, to anybody, really, I mean, floor is yours. Um, well, as much <laughs> as I want to say something really – Really wise and, you know, give him one of those jabs. Nay, I do really uh, feel the same way. I look forward to this podcast. You definitely bring a flavor that's so much fun. I love that you have the soundboard. I love, <laughs> I love that you uh, aren't afraid to talk about anything. I love that I can make just about any joke I want to, and you understand that it's coming from a place of love. And we can always bust each other's balls and be good friends, even though we've never met in person. And we've really only known each other for like less than a year. So I definitely really appreciate you guys for bringing me on board because, man, I have a lot of fun on this podcast. That's what we want to do. We want to keep it fun. But I just had to say that, get it out the way because it's, it's been a lot, but it's been, this show has definitely been helpful. 
Absolutely. Well, we're here for you, man, and we're glad to have you. So um, enough of the mushy stuff. But before I do that, we also have the only black guy on the network. So I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> now, the moment everybody's been waiting for. Jingle all the way. Boys, get your heart out. Let's do a podcast. Oh, we have four guys. Yeah, suck it. <laughs> shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> Somebody want to read that, please? Uh, on the scale of oppression, we have like five guys. <laughs> he said, remember setups, setbacks or setups for success. Sometimes we do not understand our current situation, but the valley will look small compared to the mountain <clears throat> we're standing on at the at the end. Yeah, it's, it's been one hell of a ride, but it, I feel like there's light at the tunnel. It's far, but there's light. So we'll see. I was going to make a comment, but I'll wait till after the show You're to do that. You're such a dick. I got, I, go ahead. I got, no, I, no, I'll, I'll I wait till after the show. For you. Look, we're, everybody's waiting for Jingle all the way. Now, again, boys, did we do our homework? Just keep yes, in mind. Absolutely. Like, why would I, why would I, I would, I, I want, I wish if I had the time, I'd have watched this movie at least two or three times. Nate, just keep in mind that if you do anything too drastic, someone's going to have to carry you somewhere. So, <laughs> and you're not a small guy. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not a small guy, especially when I'm dead weight. So just wait until you're a withered up old man and you're easier to carry. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of the plan. Like a like a big like a big sexy raisin, just all dried up and withered. I have my grading pen for your analysis. Uh oh, hey. uh oh, he's he's got the grading pen out now. All right, oh, all right. So, let, me, let me take another sip because uh, I'm going to make sure my speech is all effed up tonight i'm going to go last since <laughs> since this is the movie i picked all right dylan go man this is such a I, there's this uh tv show that's like similar to uh rick and morty i forget what it's called it's like the solar experience or the solar the solar something anyway it's a cartoon that is like similar to rick and morty and they did a hollow holiday special recently and jingle all the way was like the main center of the holiday special and they mm -hmm. highlighted like just how ridiculous this movie is, and the fact that they even did it in the first place was just mind blowing. When you take an action star that can barely speak English, and you have the plot that the the entire movie centers around him obtaining a doll, like the biggest action star in the entire country has to obtain a doll is the plot to this movie, <laughs> and they still made it. And not only that. They're like, let's have his arch nemesis in this movie be Sinbad. <laughs> and he can be a postal <laughs> worker. <laughs> and uh, like everywhere, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the biggest action star in all of America goes to find this doll. All of a sudden, there's Sinbad as a postal worker, still dressed <laughs> as a postal worker, uh, just ready to mess it up. Hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, they're waving at you. <laughs> I like your headband. He likes your headband. What do you say? Thank you. You're welcome. Looks very nice on you. Good job, baby. But yeah. And then the fact that like... Action okay, figure, not so, a doll, sir. Dude, on a fun scale, it rates very high. So that's what saves it on the overall scale. But man, on plot, on dialogue, we're, we're down low on the scale. But it's fun to watch, so that gives it a lot of points. Um, Arnold is just, he's he's got his own, like, 
I watched the behind the scenes little segment they did, and the rest of the cast just talks about how much of a rock star he is and the kind of following he brings to the set. So, yeah, man, jingle all the way. He ends up being Turbo Man by the end, essentially, and saving Jamie from the real villain, Sinbad, <laughs> in the end. But somehow, some way, his son ends up in the rafters on top of a building, still fleeing Sinbad, who is still somehow involved in this movie. And oh, by the way, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's neighbor is trying to bang his wife throughout the whole movie. So Arnold, the great Phil Hartman, the great Phil Hartman. So after evading Sinbad this whole time, after fighting off Jim Belushi and an entire army of Santas in the mailroom, if that doesn't sound ridiculous enough, his neighbors at home, like, oh, I'm gonna give your wife a massage. Don't you worry about it. I'm going to hang some lights up. I saw you didn't do that. So, yeah, I'm going to be out here. I'm just cooking some batter in your kitchen. Don't worry about a thing. <laughs> and meanwhile, Arnold's like, oh, no, put her on the line. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> put the cookie down. Yeah. So, okay. If we're going to rate this thing overall, I'll give it a, a six and a half. You almost got you almost you almost got this button, but I'm gonna let you slide without six and a half. Seconds. All right, so I love this movie. Um, it's got Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. It's got uh, the great Phil Hartman, and when you say his name, you better put the great in front of it. Um, R.I.P. to him. But this this movie had everything, and it was your you know it was your '90s movie, right? Um, it, Back in the 90s, you know, you had the Tickle Me Elmo dolls, you had the Power Ranger dolls, you had whatever else, you know, all the, the crazy crowds that were fighting to get in and all those parents last minute shopping, trying to get those hot toy items for their kids. And really, it's nostalgia at its best for 90s kids and 80s kids. Um, and in, in the middle of it, you have a dad that is so wrapped up in work that he forgets what's important. And that's his that's his kid and his, his wife. Um, and you've got you know i mean dylan's pretty much already giving you the rundown for it you've got the great phil hartman trying to swoop in and be the hero um no he's trying and, to bang his wife he's yeah trying to get him with hero. jim belushi he's trying to bang arnold schwarzenegger's wife so here's the one thing did y'all pick up on the when they when he went to jim belushi with the all the santa clauses right when he got into that fight did you see who was in that movie did you notice big show I, the big show the big show was in it yes sir He's like, well, <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Oh, geez. Okay, somebody's going to have to read Professor Leonard's comment. Jingle All the Way provides an in-depth illustration of how they can be a hero to their child by simply being available and present. Children seek acceptance and will often turn to other sources to find what is not present at home. This movie is an example to fathers that material love is not the same as father. What the? F- how, bro? How are you doing this? You're this welcome, Cam's fan. How are you doing this? I, I'm officially changing Nate's name to Cam's fan. How are you doing this? How how do you come up with these these thesis? He's like, a do, he's a professor. <laughs> dude, like, how do you like? How do you come? I wouldn't even if I'd have watched the movie fifty million times. There's no way I'd have came. How do you come up with these things, sir? That's his job, man. Anyways, I, I, I gotta know, like, how do you how do you come up with these things? And it's just like it's out of thin air. It's just like poof. 
Professor, if you ever want to come on the show, I'm going to say it right now. Please do, because I, I have to. I have to figure. I want to know how do you come up with these things? Like, like how? But uh, you know, it, the, the, back to the movie. I mean, it was just. It, it's one of those movies. It's. It's. I don't care how many times I watch it. Every, every Christmas, when Christmas comes around, I watch that movie. And um, the, the the reindeer, him and the reindeer, which is hilarious. <laughs> and that that poor cop. <laughs> Running into the back of a bus, getting blown up. I mean, his bike mirror got busted. It was one thing after another after another. And at the oh, very man. end, he 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 still respects Arnold Schwarzenegger for, you know, stepping in and being the hero for his kid. And, you know, I, I said this last week, and I kind of said it jokingly, but when we talk about Real Steel, I think I even said it when we talked about um, Over the Top, is the biggest thing with kids, it's really simple. It's be there. Try. Put in a little bit of effort. That's all they want. They want you to be there. They want you to put in the effort. It doesn't matter if it's getting them a toy, if it's going to the store. I mean, I can't tell you how many times, you know, I'll just, I'll be running to the store to grab a drink or grab a can of snuff. And Cassie's like, can I go? Can I go? Can I go? They just want to be there with you. They don't care what it is. They just want to be there with you. And, um, said this this movie is great and uh i want to make it official now i am officially going to find me one of these turbo man dolls action figures whatever you want to call them and i am buying one for christmas as a gift to myself i want one and i'm going to put it on the mantle man that scene where sinbad makes everyone all those cops believe that he has a bomb in the package that was (laughs) okay i have a serious question for 90s producers and directors and hollywood in general why was Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger not more movies together? I thought they did like they commented each other so well. They, they mesh so well. I mean, they're so different, but it's like they they just fit so good together. And I was like, why is this the only movie they ever did together? I don't get it. Listen to listen to TJ talking about them like they're uh, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan or something. Hey, hey, I'm telling you what, man. Oh, whoop, oh we lost. Oh no, oh, Cam's God. fan oh, is no. gone. Oh God. Cam's fan is gone. But I did love that that scene, it was more like an Acme bomb to where it still blew up, which was funny because you didn't expect it to be a bomb after the cop was like, I was in the bomb squad for 10 years. I know all about this. And he's like sniffing it, you know? And it still goes off and you're like, oh shit, this is a dark movie. He just killed all those cops. (laughs) And then it was just like, you know, the typical, all his faces all like charred. Yeah, it's so that was kind of fun. I did like that. So what you rated, TJ? Man, this is a tough one. Um, like I said I love this movie. It, it's it's not better than Real Steel for me. It's not better than Over the Top. So I got to give it an eight. You're welcome, America. I give it an I give it an eight. I, I love the movie. It's a solid movie. I love it, and I'll probably watch it again before Christmas is over with. Absolutely. For me, obviously, I picked it for a reason. Like, this is one movie that I watch every year. What's up, Horny Gnome? Hey. Horny Gnome. <laughs> I, uh, dude, this movie, this is one of the movies that I can't, I can't go, to, I can't go any, in December without watching. I have to watch it. it it's a must. Um, like, it, like, it's very, it's funny. It's exciting. Um, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Obviously, it's Arnold, like, especially, I think the cringiest part of the movie for me was in the very beginning when he put on Jamie's uh, belt and he put it around his head. 
And he started to do the karate moves around the bay. I was like, oh, my God, it's just so cringy. But it's funny. It's hilarious. I mean, it's, it, you know, it works. And then just to, just to, for me personally, um, a lot of things that Jamie did wouldn't happen in a black household. <laughs> wouldn't never happen in a black household. I don't care how mad you are. It never, there's no way I'd have been able to walk away from my dad and not say anything. And then slam the door in his face <laughs> and and not have him kick the door open and beat me till I and beat me till I'm unconscious. But it, it was fun. Um the kid was a little weird. I, I don't really like the kid too much. I feel like they could have I feel like the nineties had a lot of other kids they could have used, but maybe he fit the he fit the you know he fit the role better. But it was it was fun. Um I hated I hated uh I hated his neighbor's kid. His, kid. his neighbor kid was fat, and I didn't like him very much. He was so comfortable with his parents being divorced and that he was getting extra stuff for Christmas. I didn't like it. and I didn't like it at all. There's always that one kid that his parents <laughs> separated, and he, he gets all the love and affection. Yeah, he's, 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 he's like, my, I'm like, dude, no, what are you celebrating that for? Your parents are divorced. But no, it was, like I said, it was, it, was a fun, it was a fun movie. Um I enjoy like the big show. He him being in there, even though you couldn't see his face, you could actually tell it's him because men most guys aren't that size. Uh the, the the Santa Claus fight was hilarious. I'm just that was Absolutely. probably like one of the funny that that fight in that warehouse was probably funny. Then him punching a midget, big show punching a midget. That that was that was <laughs> that was hilarious. Midget's no lives matter. matter. <laughs> Midget's lives matter. Yeah, easy. Uh Sorry, Brad Williams. We didn't mean to say anything like that. <laughs> and then, and then, and then for him to, then for the police to raid the warehouse and him to grab a toy badge and pretend that he's a detective, I was like, Jesus, this is. Uh, it, it's just like when when it first comes out, you don't think of these things, and now that you see it, the neighbor trying to shade some more serious concern. Mm, you can say that. I can't, I can't wait to see what that serious concern is. But oh, no, it's, it, it's he's a gonna fun fill movie. up the entire screen. Um, yeah, his the great, he, you know, the great Phil Hartman. He played great, but he'd had to get his teeth kicked in. I'm sorry, he'd had to get his teeth kicked in. So at some point. Nate mentioned the cringiest part of the movie for him was when Arnold Schwarzenegger put the, the the bandana on his head or whatever the karate belt. For me, it was when Phil Hartman was sitting in the uh, the car with, <laughs> with, with his wife. And he's like rubbing her shoulder and like leaning in. I was just like, "Oh, stop! <laughs> no, stop it!" But yeah, that that you know, <clears throat> I didn't feel satisfied her hitting him with the eggnog. I was like, "They had something else had to happen." <laughs> but it, it it was. I feel like I said it was a fun movie. It's a fun family movie. Um, it definitely teaches you that you know, at some point, you know, work is important. Obviously. But at the end of the day, you can be replaced at work. At home, you can't be replaced. <laughs> I see you. I see you tweak your head. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I said, this is one of this is one of my favorite holiday movies. Like I gotta watch it every holiday. Um, I can watch this over and over and never get tired of it. Um, I do think Turbo Man's a little weird. It's a little off-putting, but. I guess you couldn't go with Power Rangers, so I guess you had to find something else that was a little bit more popular. Yeah, it was just like like TJ said, playing off of like the idea that, that that type of stuff was already, you know, the Power Rangers, the Ninja Turtles, all those things that we covet so much. 
that's ultimately yeah the movie ultimately was about like the way we covet things and they covered and, and they covered the widow's crowder act perfectly like that's how people act in general exactly <laughs> the reason i i hate christmas shopping <laughs> the fighting Scrimbad hitting Arnold with the the mailbag, knocking him into the toys. It, it was it, it was funny. I, I really think I, my my funniest interaction they had is when they were fighting in a phone booth, trying to get the, the reindeer's names. That would probably have to be the funniest thing for me. And then they're running down the street. And he just keeps saying the names. <laughs> I can do this all day long. But yeah, it's it's a great for me. I mean, I can't give it a. a, a a ten, I can give it. I can give it a nine. I can definitely give it a nine. But cause like I said, it's my all-time favorite. I can watch it all the time, over and over, and never get tired of it. So, yeah, that's my rating for it. Awesome. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to our next one. Uh, Mr. Dylan himself <laughs> has picked out Bad Santa. Um, I want to kind of jump ahead a little bit because we talked about watching uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. So I cheated. I already watched it. Of course you did. Um, I gotta say, as funny as that movie is, I I, I was expecting to laugh more. I, I I feel like as a kid it was really funny. As an adult, I'm like, I can't believe I laughed at this because oh. you didn't understand the joke. Because if you if if you look at a lot of the stuff that we watched as kids, like all the old Disney movies, like that's why I kind of hesitate to watch some of those old Disney movies because. You catch the dirty jokes that are in the movie. Because now that you're an adult, you actually like, wait a minute. That's not funny. That's gross. But you catch them now. You catch the dirty jokes. And that's the weird part about it. Like, it's, it's, you, your childhood is, <clears throat> it's, it's ruined right in front of your face. Well, <coughs> before I get into that, because that is a good point. <laughs> uh, what do you guys have guessed for the uh, Rotten Tomatoes on Jingle All the Way? Ooh. Arnold, Sinbad, Phil Hartman. Hmm. I'm going to get, I'm going to say the critics probably gave it 55, audience probably a 73 or 74. Okay. Uh, we're not far off on this. Uh, I'm going to say the critics gave it a 50. Maybe a 51 at best. And the audience gave it like a 65, 67. Okay. Uh, he's smiling way too much for me right now. <laughs> so the audience gave it a 38. Wow. Oh! Wow. Jesus. The, you know, it's the Hollywood smash box office hit that is jingle all the way. Wow. And uh, America, you screwed up. <laughs> the critics gave it a, a solid 17. What? <laughs> a 17? Didn't even crack a quarter. Not even close. What the hell? They hated the movie that much? Hated it. Hated it that much? What, what were their names? Cisco and Ebenezer or something? I, I don't know. Oh, I know you're talking about. Why? Wow. Who are the? Fuck? I would think the comedian, the the comedian talents of Simbad, kind of balance. Like Arnold wasn't really. I the this is the stuff that he got involved in was funny. Like his dialogue wasn't really funny. Like Simbad standing in line, ranting and raving about how 
the system screwed and how we get screwed by the system to come out and buy these toys. That was hilarious. That was a hilarious like little rant. Mm-hmm. And then for him to keep going and, and like throughout the movie, I'm like, how, how, how 17 and 38? I'm telling you, you guys gotta watch. Uh, you guys gotta watch. <laughs> you gotta watch the behind the scenes that's on YouTube because Arnold gives like this whole spiel on what the movie's about. He's like, yeah, you know, I got to be with Jamie, and I'm always working, and it's about the dad who's not supposed to home with. And so he gives this whole thing, and then it goes to Sinbad. And he's like, yeah, so Arnold needs to get this down, and like everywhere he's at, I'm there. And that's it. <laughs> then they cut to someone else. I just like how like. <clears throat> I don't know. I guess, I, I guess, I don't know. That's weird. But like I can say, I enjoy, I enjoy, this is, a, this is a movie that I gotta watch every year. Like you were saying about the cartoons, about being like for adults and stuff. They, you could tell they got a lot better at that as we got older. Cause like when we were watching cartoons, like Ren and Stimpy was just in your face. Like, absolutely. Like, Ren and is- <laughs> like that's a dirty cartoon. Like cow and chicken was a very dirty cartoon. Absolutely, extremely dirty. <laughs> but you don't. Um, but you even, don't think uh, about it now. Even Rocco's Modern Life, like a lot Absolutely. of that. Absolutely, Rocco's Modern Life is all pretty risque. But then all of a sudden, like SpongeBob, like all of a sudden it's more subtle. Like SpongeBob has adult jokes, but it's like a lot more subtle. Yeah, like, exactly. Like you got to actually pay attention to catch the SpongeBob jokes. Ren and Stimpy was like, <laughs> there you go. Like hell, they even made a Ren and Stimpy game for Sega. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like, this is not a child." And they, and they were, and it was ready to eat for everyone. This is not a child's cartoon <laughs> at all. Man, I miss hearing uh nine eight nine sports. <laughs> oh wow, you talk about nostalgia, man. Yeah, or EA Sports. It's in the game. Yeah, it's, it's so a different now. Fun fact: that guy's <laughs> son is actually trying to take his spot for that. He got paid a lot of money just to say those, say two letters in a word. <laughs> mm-hmm. I use like Rick and Morty in my classic example of mode of persuasion. So I'm going to be real that, honest, and I'm we're going to get a lot of hate mail for this, but I'm just going to say it. I can't get into Rick and Morty. I, I hate Rick and Morty. I hate Rick and my Mackenzie was watching. I was like, hey, nah, cut that. We're not watching Rick and Morty. Turn that crap off. The pickle Rick. love it. The, you guys the, the, are not smart enough. The, the the pickle Rick episode was funny, I guess, in its own right. But uh, aside from that, I I think there's been like two or three skits I've seen that I was like, eh, okay. That's just Professor Leonard and I have really big brains, so we get it a lot more. Hey, I nobody's ever accused me of being a smart guy. I, I don't I don't take that claim at all. I mean, I like the memes and I like the you know the the jokes that come from Rick and Morty, but. I mean, I can't, the show, I just can't get into it. It's just, I don't know, it's just a little weird for me. I also use Dusty Rhodes' Hard Times promo, too. Oh, I love that promo. Dusty Rhodes. No, 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 not the song. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, my God. What about? about Let's go, Dusty. That's his son. Okay, my bad. All right, never mind. (laughs) So, did y'all do your homework? Because I don't think y'all did your homework. Homework. Yep. Homework. homework Top five Christmas movies. Uh, See? I knew it. (laughs) That's all right. I know mine. (laughs) Yeah, I pretty much know mine. Yeah. All right. So who want to start first? You. Me? Me? Yeah, you. Yeah, you. Oh, you brought it up. 
So my top five Christmas movies. Number five for me would definitely have to be The Grinch. The Jim Carrey's Grinch. Not I, I like the cartoon, but the Jim Carrey's Grinch for me, it, it's it's definitely a top five for me. It's it's hilarious. It has Jim Carrey in his in his element. Oh. So I I, I, I want to interrupt for just a second. Uh, I watched a Jim Carrey movie that I didn't know ex it existed. If you're talking about what I think you're talking about, you cannot mention that. Do not, please, do not. I, I, I it ruined my child. Don't do it. Mm -mm. Please don't do it. If it's if it's the if it's a movie, I think you're talking about. I don't want. Well, okay, what does he play? He he he's a uh, there's there's a lot of flamboyancy in it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Nope. Don't want to talk about it. Nope. 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 We're going there. We're going there. I don't there. want to talk about it. No. no I just, I, shush. It's called I Love You, Philip Morris. I don't even know how you found that movie. It, it was on Peacock or, uh, I don't know, some other Amazon or something. Oh, I was like, Peacock, huh? Yeah, I'm sure it, it was. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Right? And I was like, this is a Jim Carrey movie I haven't seen. The it first 10 minutes, I was just like, no, and my no, jaw dropped. He plays a no, gay guy. It is not meant to be watched. That's why you can't find it nowhere. It is not meant to be watched. Uh, that channel 69. I watched that movie and it. I was like, I was stunned. I was baffled. I was like, this. I was like, no, this is going to ruin Jim Carrey. No, nope. Turn it off. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do it. Not the whole movie. I was like, I can't do this. Mm -mm. God, that movie. Guy. That movie. And then almost, you proceeded to watch the whole movie. Care for me. Anyways, I, mean, I, I I saw that movie and I was just I can't, like, I, I can't do that movie. Definitely almost ruined it. How did you even? What was your thought process when you pressed play? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, he knew what he was doing. It's right in the description. It can't it not be in the description. It's not. Carry it's, not the it's not. There's. It's not in the description. The description is like it's. It's like he's playing a. It, it, they did. They they worded it to the point where you're going to think, hey, this is going to be a funny gay movie, not uh uh in or with the the triple X rated movie. This is not what you thought. They worded they the wordplay in that movie for the description is not at all what the movie is about. Damn. It start like it starts out, bro. The first the first. The opening credits is just. I've never seen this movie, but I'm about to grab some Vaseline and a box of tissues. It. You definitely don't want to watch it. It's. I don't it, even it, want to know what the box of tissues are for. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so my number five movie is How to Grinch Stole Christmas uh, with Jim Carrey. It's. It has the element of the of the original of the cartoon, but. They added a little more. They added a backstory to how he, from a child, how he hate, how he grew to hate Christmas. But people think, people say this, that he didn't hate Christmas. He just hated the hoops, which makes sense. I mean, yeah, I, I, I would agree because he didn't necessarily hate Christmas. He just hated the hoops. He just wanted to make them feel the way he felt, which makes sense. I disagree with that, but I, I <laughs> if people want to make that he hated Christmas. Fine. Yeah, he hated Christmas. I don't think he. I, I think he just hated them. I, I think because I mean the way the movie shows is like you know he was in school he had to shave because he was different than everyone else and they criticized him they they made fun of him and he runs away and you know he just he he spent his entire life plotting on how to ruin their Christmas 
But I don't know. I, me personally, I agree. I, I don't think no. he hated Christmas. I think he hated them. Yeah, the more I think about it, you're probably right. <laughs> he did. He probably just hated being rejected. Oh my God! Philip Morris provides an understanding to discover yourself, your self identity. Morris transitions among different names, roles, and society, class standings to find how to live. Oh my God! There's another. There's other ways they could have did that movie, and not made that a thing. Okay, so he didn't have to do it all grabbing his ankle. <laughs> Why did you have to bring? Oh my God! I, you know I blocked TJ. I blocked this movie out of my mind. Wait, is this movie about the guy in the cigarette company? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't get through the. Whole, I, didn't, I, I I didn't get through the first cre- the opening credits, so I uh, I don't know what the movie's about, honestly. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, but number four for me is probably have to be a classic. Is uh, Santa Claus is coming to town? It's the old. I think it's from the seventies. The old claymation ones. Dude, those those things never get old. They they just never they, they never get old. Those are classics. Those are something you have to have when it comes to uh, Christmas, especially the holidays. It, it, they, I'm happy they still show them. They didn't cancel those like everything else got canceled in my damn childhood. Shut up, or they will. <laughs> Number three is going to have to be Home Alone two. Absolutely, one of my favorites. It's 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 one of those movies that I can watch over. I can watch that all year round, actually. But it's it's more entertaining around the holidays. Why are you shaking your head, TJ? Uh, my computer's being stupid. Ah, okay. So for my number two, it's obviously Home Alone One. That's another classic that you know I can watch all the time. You know, it, it's. It's funny. It like it's funny to me every time, like especially once the traps start going off. But you know, there his interaction between uh, the sticky bandits or the wet bandits. It's 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 comic for me. Uh, my number one movie, and this is my all time favorite, is Die Hard. Yes, I went there. Die Hard. Die Hard. You cannot finish the holiday season without watching Die Hard. It's a Christmas movie. It's surrounded by Christmas. It is a Christmas movie. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Dylan, you, you want to go next? You want me to? I'll go next. And I, <laughs> I I love the Die Hard. I love the Die Hard pick. That's, man, talk about a great, great movie. I wrote an essay on it, Home Alone in college. I have got to read that essay. How do you guys feel about the new Die Hards? I think they suck. He's old. I, well, I actually I actually watched them because they were having like one thing. I, I don't remember when they was having a marathon of the Die Hard movies, but... I mean, they're okay. I'm not gonna say they're great. I mean, he's old; he can barely get around, and you can see it. But eh, they're all right. All right, Teach, do you like do you like the new Diehards? Uh, honestly, I, when I put them on, I normally have them playing in the background or something while I'm, you know, cleaning the house or doing something here or there, playing a video game or whatever. I've never actually really paid attention to the storylines. Um, uh, they're okay. They're just your to me. They're just another action flick. Uh, nothing really stood out in my mind. I mean, like I said, it's always playing in the background if I'm watching them. So, so I'm gonna actually steal an extra spot here because I have a favorite movie, a holiday movie that's not a Christmas movie, but it's a Hanukkah movie, and I think it belongs on the list. Oh, I know, I bet you, I think I know what you're talking about. 
What is it? Eight Crazy Nights. Yes. Yes. That uh, is a that, movie. It's so freaking funny, dude. I love that movie so much. I love that's a technical foul. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, Do we know who did the voice for that guy? Adam Sandler. Did he, did did the, he really? He did yeah. the. He did both of them. Okay. Yeah, he did both of them. That uh, see, Professor that. Leonard knows. Professor <laughs> Leonard knows. You have to know that movie. God. So yeah, that's that's such an awesome movie. So I'm gonna sneak that in there as my six. Um, number five, and I guess these aren't really in a particular order, but. I'll try to do that. Number five is White Christmas. Um, it's the musical with Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye. And I'll be damned if I don't love that movie. You I didn't your damn musicals. I never liked it until I met my wife. And all of a sudden, you know, she had it along with another. She's a big Audrey Hepburn fan. So she has like a lot of older movies. And she had White Christmas in her collection. And I've loved watching that movie every year ever since. I mean. I do that whole thing and they they bring everyone to the holiday inn for the guys you know they try to get the one last hurrah for the general and there's like that's the storyline and don't you ruin white christmas song for me because i love elvis presley christmas music one good thing about christmas i love i'm not a big elvis presley fan when he came to the christmas music you nazi I'm not a first of all i'm black (laughs) first of all you're black rude that's rude. That's, What's that's, up? What's that's up a little aggressive. You think? No, it's not aggressive. Not if you hate Elvis Presley. You'd have been better off calling me just. You just better call me a slave master or something. Jesus, you do What's know it? this. Oh, here he. God damn it, here he goes. He's gonna make me think now. He just mm-hmm. likes to make you read. <laughs> you do know that song. That's technical. Oh, is when the main character is coming to terms with his actions and his consequences. That others have to experience because of his ego. God, this man. Hearing his, him and his, you know what? If I ever have to write an essay or something, I'm coming to you, sir. I'm coming to you because you just pull ideas out of the thin air and they make sense. And it's not like some far gone ass conclusion. Like it's, it actually makes sense. It actually makes sense. Yeah, he's he's a real bullshitter. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so number five was. Uh, White Christmas. Number four is Bad Santa. Billy Bob Thornton, Lauren Graham, the kid who played Thurman Merman. I love it all. One of my favorite lines ever is when Billy Bob's just sitting there in the in the mall uh, cafeteria eating his freaking God knows what. I forget now. And some <laughs> mom comes up with her kid and she's like, hey, look at Santa. Goes, I'm on my fucking lunch break, okay? <laughs> oh, God. It's like all over the place when he's saying it. It's just so funny. It's one of those things that makes me wonder, like, if that's something he improvised, like, if he put food in his mouth to make sure he spit it all over the place. Anyway. Keep uh, talking about Bad Santa. I'm going to grab a beer. Oh, okay. So it was the only time I've ever thought Lauren Graham was hot. Like, the whole time I used to watch Gilmore Girls. Uh, <laughs> I never thought Lauren Graham was hot until she was in Bad Santa. Coming to terms with consequences. Nate is gonna love those chips. <laughs> Hashtag Cam fan. I'm not concerned about next season. He's gonna be okay. I promise. They just fired Joe Brady too, so I'm gonna. He's gonna be okay. These guys are all gonna be eating crow when Cam's eating Falcons next week. I'm fine with that. I already know that we suck. So 
Yeah, it's not a jab at you. I'm just saying, like, if you're a quarterback and you don't succeed against the Falcons. Yeah, yeah. So once he put up big numbers, we can be all right. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm waiting till next season. Once next season starts and he's top ten and he started ten games, um, Allen's gonna have to be quiet and eat those chips. So he'd be all right. Yeah, that's right. But I do like, dude, like when I first watched Bad Santa, I was like, this is a really dark movie. And it gets darker as the movie progresses. Oh man, his little uh, his little midget sidekick buddy there. Yeah, it gets so it get, it just gets darker and darker as the time goes on. Like, damn it, Willie, you shit on yourself. <laughs> and then wait, the what was it though? The part where he he was having sex with the fat chick in the <laughs> in the fitting room. Oh yeah, and freaking John Ritter's in that movie. <laughs> And John Ritter brings the both of them into the office, and he's like, "So, uh, couldn't help but notice, you know, you were having sex, sexual intercourse with large women." And Billy Bob's like, "You talking about my gear? You talking about my fuck stick?" I don't know how well you can see that horny gnome, but this is called Soundboard IPA. It's amazing. Get one. Uh, green screen's screwed up, so you can't really see it. Obviously. <laughs> Anyways, um, oh, then obviously, so here's the here's the lineup for that one. How about Billy Bob Thornton, Lauren Graham? I, forgive me, I don't know the uh, the little person's name, but he's hilarious. He was also in Me, Myself, and Irene, and it was fucking hilarious in that movie. Love that movie. And then also you have Bernie Mac to wrap it all up. Oh, like, dude. come on now, R.I.P. Bernie Mac. <laughs> yeah, the, the dude. Yeah, man. Man loves big women. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, man. That, I think that's probably one of the that's Horny probably one of the movies that right. just progressively gets darker <laughs> as the movie goes on. It's just yeah, it's, I haven't seen Bad Santa too because I don't want to ruin it. So if you guys have and it's any better, let me know. Um. So let's see. That's four. <laughs> yeah, me and myself and Irene line. Love it. Good. Good callback there. Um, Tony Cox is his name. There you go. Come on, Charlie. Those kids' bicks are digging them sausages. <laughs> uh, so number three would have to be Friday after next. It's a good movie. Um, yeah, because you have Friday next Friday. Yeah, yeah. Friday. yeah. Friday after next. God, I just love it. I love um the. That's fact the one with Cat Williams, right? Yep. Cat Williams is in it. Freaking Terry, uh, Terry Crews is in it. Freaking oh, Mike God. Epps comes back. Ricky so, Smiley's in there. Oh snap! Is he really? I think he. I think yeah. I think he plays the crack. He plays the the crackhead Santa. Is is he still around? Yeah, I hadn't heard from him in a while. I know he, he was on like what K one hundred four or ninety seven nine. I something. think he's still there. Is he? Okay, we so. get him all the time over here in Augusta. Yeah, because he's big in Georgia. Yeah, we get him every day. Him and Black Tony. Black Tony's <laughs> always late for work. You know, he's never showing up for work. That's his stick. Yeah, cause anyway, uh, let's see. Oh yeah, Friday after next, and Pinky makes his return, which makes that movie great as well. Absolutely. Take care, Horny Gnome. Appreciate it, man. You are not in prison anymore, Damon. <laughs> but so you know what the craziest thing? So I watched because I had I had that movie on DVD. So they actually did the vice grips on the balls, like that was a real thing. Like him and Terry Crews. Did the they really did that? And he said that so they were so everything was good. So like they did the shot the first take, and everything was perfect. 
they had to redo it again because an extra screwed up the whole scene. So Terry Crews had to have the vice grips put back on his nuts again after walking from that bathroom to the front door. And they, because of extra screwed up everything, they had to do it again. I bet Terry Crews wanted to beat his ass. So I heard a rumor. I don't know if it's true or not. I hadn't really done my homework. I hadn't looked it up. But did Debo die? Yes. When did that Tiny happen? Tiny Lister, Tiny Lister Jr. Yeah, he, he passed uh, a couple months ago. Really? Yep, him and, and 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 the dude AJ Johnson, he played uh the crackhead in the first one. Yeah, he passed too. He passed October in October. Damn! Oh no way, Ezel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah. He uh, they they both passed this year. Smokey taking a shit. Yep. <laughs> they, they they both passed this year. Um. Oh, my neck, my back. <laughs> I need a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, that, that 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 was that they they were they brought a lot to the to that movie. Oh yeah, but yeah, they both passed this year. All right, finish your list out there, Dylan. Okay, so number two is Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Freaking love that movie. Uh, the sleigh that gets you hot cocoa. I always love that concept. I always wanted a car that gives me hot cocoa because of that movie. Um, delicious too. You know, Bernard being the elf, that guy, like, being in other movies and also being Bernard the elf is pretty funny. And just, like, the whole, like, char- like um, the concept, like, Tim Allen. I always loved Tim Allen because of Home Improvement. So that was always the thing. So Scott Kelvin, the pajamas, I kind of want to order those special uh, edition pajamas and have those in my collection. But that's number two. And then number one is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase and Randy Quaid. God, I love that movie. Randy Quaid is a psychopath. (laughs) Holy smokes. In real life, he is. Like, he's exactly what you'd expect. I I, I definitely had to say my favorite part is when he he had the breakdown after he got his bonus. <laughs> I was like, that is every person that even just that even stand that movie stands till this day. Like that's how people feel. Mm-hmm. Like that's Randy. really like that's really how people feel, especially when you get screwed over. Like it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like he tries to make everything perfect throughout the whole thing. And like the turkey. Ends up looking perfect on the outside, and as soon as they carve into it, it ends up like deflating like a Tom Brady football, and then goes to plug in the lights, and the freaking lights don't plug in, and it's just because the switch is off, and she goes to plug in the switch, and it's a classic case of like, oh, you know, I'm switching as you're plugging in sort of thing, and then by the time he gets it plugged in, he can't like, yeah, it's just so funny throughout, and uh, obviously Randy Quaid brings in his uh, silly element. Um, his fucking unruly Rottweiler eating everything he can see, Jesus. and his kids like just being total assholes the whole time and being in the camper. And then, uh, yeah, finally he um, gets the the bonus check he's been waiting for, and it turns out to be absolutely nothing. And Randy Quaid goes and kidnaps his boss for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 hilarious. I just don't. I, my only question is, why were they so nonchalant when they fried the cat? <laughs> that's, that's my only question. Which nobody was like, 
Nobody was heartbroken. Nobody was upset. They it's were like, they were related to Sam. Dude, that's a <laughs> that's a good question, and that happened to my grandma. Her cat got <laughs> really? caught. In that. Yeah, her cat got caught in the furnace. Wait, how? So she has like a a furnace, like it was in her basement, and thing like fell in the wrong place and just like ended up getting stuck somewhere. Wow, that had to have been awful. Yeah. Have you noticed that Christmas movies that have male main characters often learns that showing love is more important than material objects of lifestyle? Jingle all the way, Santa Claus, Clark Griswold, Bad Santa, etc. What is Hollywood trying to mirror from our own society? Isn't that what's hilarious? We have all these movies that shove in our face how much we covet things and we need to stop doing this every year. And every year we do it even bigger and badder. <laughs> every year. Like, it gets oh, worse every year. Black Friday is even, you know, earlier this year. And you can get something even cheaper this year. And you can buy more shit this year. Even easier now. Yeah, it's just, it's it's weird. It's bad. I don't know. We, we don't, it, like, they teach us lessons and we just, we refuse to listen to them. And Hollywood, of all, the richest people in the world are trying to tell us to stop buying things. <laughs> Hey, it's, like, uh, it's like John Kerry telling us to care about climate change and he's flying a private plane everywhere. <laughs> oh, my God. You are. Right. <laughs> so uh, I've got one honorable mention, and I'm not putting it in here because Nate already put it in here. But as I, we go down these lists, pretty much every movie that y'all named is on my list. So <laughs> the one that didn't make my list was the uh, the Grinch, the Jim Carrey movie. I love that movie. It's always fun to watch. I'm a huge Jim Carrey fan, so of course I love that one. But number five, we're actually reviewing it next week, A Christmas Story. As corny as it is, oh. I love the Chris- A Christmas Story. Oh, gosh. Dylan, what? I'm just so mad. I, I That was originally on my list, and for some reason I forgot it. Yeah, that makes uh, me really mad because I watch the marathon every year. Yeah, I, I watch the marathon every year. The whole you'll shoot your eye out thing. It's funny because when I first saw that movie, I could relate in so many ways because as a kid, what I wanted more than anything in the world was a a pellet gun. So I could be gun just as a pellet gun. My mom always told me no every year. No, 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 no. So one year, my great grandfather being the man that he was, he went out and he bought me a pellet gun. And for Christmas, I got it. My mom actually went out in the backyard with me and I got to shoot it off. And I was so happy. I was so ecstatic. So I know exactly what that little kid is feeling through that movie. <laughs> and, you know, it, it does all the cutaways when they have like all the uh, like his imaginations running wild. And he saves the neighborhood, whatever. Um, absolutely love that movie. Uh, number four. And he actually shoots his eye out. Yeah, he actually shoots his eye out. <laughs> Professor Leonard. This is one of my favorite movies to discuss. There's a number of hidden metaphors and symbolisms in the story yeah absolutely um number four for me was home alone uh love that movie uh it, it's that crazy time of year you've got all the family in town you know and everybody's double bunked up and you have to share rooms and share bathrooms and we all know how crazy that gets um of course macaulay was macaulay culkin i think is his name yep. macaulay yeah, culkin yeah. yeah um he's in it uh the two robbers, I can't remember their names, but the two robbers are just hilarious. Marvin got all, Harry. Yeah, Marvin Harry. You've got you know, all the booby huh. traps and stuff. And they're getting outsmarted by this kid just left and right. And it's just hilarious. Uh, number three, the Santa Claus. Love Tim Allen. Why not? 
Um, one of my favorite holiday movies to watch as a kid growing up. Still love it to this day. And it's just, it's a classic. It's a dad movie. So it makes it even better. Um, Before I go to bed tonight. Now, two and one are the same basic concept and the same story behind it. But I couldn't not put them on this list. Number two is Scrooged with Bill Murray. Oh, yes. That's a love, classic. love, classic. love Bill Murray. Bill Murray is one of my favorite actors. And uh, so uh, I love A Christmas Carol. Me being like the, the biggest Scrooge that there is. I love that movie. I love you that story. You are a big ass Scrooge too. I, I really am. I, I truly am. Um, but uh, that movie, it just the, the taxi driver in that for, that movie for me did, did, did just cherry on top. Who was that actor? I don't know, but he's funny. <laughs> um, and then number one, of course, my kids are too cool to watch it. I still watch it. I don't care. A Muppet's Christmas Carol. Absolutely yes. one of my favorites. I love the Muppets. Yes. So that's my uh, one through five. And then, of course, like I said, the Grinch is my honorable mention. So, dude, that's the thing. Like, there's no like Christmas music sucks. Like, every year it's the same. Hey, 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 watch sucks. your mouth, sir. Watch your mouth. But Christmas movies, there's so many good ones. There is a lot of them. Like, and it, the crazy thing is, like, a lot of them you can just watch over and over and over and just like never get tired of them. What if Homo is not referring to the child being left alone in the house, but being outcasted by his family, thus becoming a product of the evil? I saw a meme the other day. It had a picture of uh, the the kid from Home Alone, and it had a picture of uh, was it is it John McClane? John McClane. I posted yeah. that on the yeah, yeah 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 yeah, and he described uh, it perfectly. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I I. I I, you know what? I'm 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 just I want him to write me a book so I can read it. Cause a lot of the stuff that comes out is interesting. Okay, sold on his snake oil. <laughs> oh my god, professor! It's just you like should... it just comes out of there. Just it just comes out of there. You, you need you to write a, you need to write a, together. You need to write a book for Nate. <laughs> Cam's number one fan wants a book by Professor Leonard. He's like, <clears throat> he's like the leather face of words. He just sold them all books. together. You have two books. I'm interested in reading your books, sir. Oh, TJ, I found what you were looking for. Uh, hold on one second. Put this over here. Uh, go back here. And share screen. And share screen. Why you do that? Still haven't found what I'm looking for. Can, Can you see what I'm looking at? There it goes. Oh. oh. Oh, how much is that? The, 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 the actual Turbo Man itself, it's doesn't have a price. Oh, oh it says $59.99. Oh. But they got a Popo? Yeah, the Funko Pop, it's $11.99. The, uh, yeah. I'm going to try something. Y'all bear with me. I don't know if this is going to work. Here we go. That's pretty cool. The Turbo Man shirt. Why are those things so cool? Like, why... Are they so appealing to us? What? The, the Funko Pops? Yeah. I don't. That's a good. Because I, I, I have. So I have a. I have a Chucky one. And I want to get more. And I don't yeah. know why. Like they're like little collectibles. <laughs> it's <laughs> they're like, really, it's they're like little collectibles. Hey, look at this guy. Dude, her music's not half bad. I listened to some of them today. I was, I was, I was actually pretty impressed. It was pretty Is good. Is it country music? It's uh, it's like a country rebel. 
like country yeah. rock type thing. It, yeah. It's it's hard to explain. I, it's I, not I like it's what... not like the country pop. No, no, God no. Okay. It's like a punk country kind of. <clears throat> it's more punk, but there's like a, a country element to some of their songs for sure. I'll have I'll have to just home home is where what is it? Home is where the heart is. Here become here. What do you see? Here, house becomes a home because of the invisible love that fills the walls. In turn, the invisible love is family. Referring back to the title, home alone refers to a child not receiving family. Yeah, it's it's really unbelievable how talented <clears throat> as far as being a, a podcaster, a musician, you know, just a really great person. But back to Christmas music, movies. You say anything bad about Elvis, I'll mute you. Uh, Elvis Christmas movie is trash. Elvis, Elvis yeah. actually is a total fraud. I mean, you know that, right? I don't care. I love his Christmas music. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, you know, he pretty much stole every song he ever wrote from black people, right? <laughs> I knew he was going to go down this road. That's why I didn't say anything. That's why I didn't say anything. That's why I did not say anything. Like, he's, the, he's probably the biggest asshole on the planet. All right, dads, if your kids are in the room, get them out. I'll give you five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Santa Claus is fake. <laughs> See, this is why you were screwed, sir. Only a heartless human being would ruin Christmas for children. Uh, absolutely, Professor. Bring, we'll bring up. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go for it. Sure. And if you want, I'll throw the invitation out. I'll tell you what, we'll even do two two movies next week or the week after. And if you want to come on and, and, and talk a movie with us, we're all for it, man. Please do. I want to meet you, sir. Please, please accept the invite. I would like to meet the guy that is that comes up with these thesis out of why you look so distraught, Dylan. <laughs> I just want him to do it like Nico, and it's like a Shiba Inu talking to us. <laughs> He looks so distraught. To Peanuts Christmas and Arthur Christmas. Arthur. What author? Are we talking about the the artwork author? Because if that's what we're talking about, you know they made one of the teachers gay, right? Oh. So, are you a homophobe tonight or what? I, first of all, I'm, I'm a homophobe. What did I do? It ain't bad enough you hate women. Now you're going after the gays, man. We're going to get canceled. You don't shut up. Uh, I don't hate gay people. This is that bullshit, hate, man. This is that bullshit. I, I hate the gay privilege. That's what I hate. I don't like, I don't hate gay people. I hate their gay privilege hey, or yeah. what they think is gay hey, privilege. Hey, don't be stepping on my white privilege. Let me on. <laughs> uh, hey, but you know what? That gay privilege trumps your white privilege. So. Or as in their minds it does, but we that's that's for another show. No, we ain't we ain't getting all that BS. <laughs> yeah, if you're white and gay, you can get away with anything. Yeah, basically, yeah, you can get away with anything. So what's up, Dylan? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you you can pretty much get away with anything being white and gay. So it's it's that that's freedom. <laughs> well, as long as well, you have to be white, gay. And liberal, because if you're Milo Yiannopoulos, you get canceled. Yeah, they will cancel you in a heartbeat. I love that guy. Like he's hilarious. <laughs> we go piss some people off. Yeah, look at that. We've already lost two viewers. Oh no, <laughs> it's okay. 
They're all we get California gang. <laughs> professor, you better hurry up. Come on the show where they end up canceling our ass. <laughs> but yes, Professor, please. We, we, I would definitely like to meet the guy that sits back and comes up with theses out of the air. So I mean, you got to be one interesting person to talk to. The the thing about that he brought up earlier actually is, you know, it's, it's something we could expand on if you guys want to, or if, if you guys want to wrap it up, let me know. But like, you you know, these movies, Jingle All the Way, Santa Claus, being a reflection of like basically the the father's role in the American family. Like, I think obviously more more modern, you can kind of pick and choose how you want to live your life as a couple. Like, if your woman makes more and you can be a stay-at-home dad, so be it. If you make more and she can be a stay-at-home mom, so be it. A lot of families in, you know, today's society have to be both parents are working full-time or, you know, at least one parent's working full-time while the other's working part-time. So not everyone has, you know, the luxury or the ability, but you, either way, these movies are about like teaching us that you have to have a balance, right? Like you can't be Arnold Schwarzenegger and just be about making the money and completely miss out on what Jamie's doing all the time and not get him turbo, man. But you also can't be the guy who is uh, basically Frank Gallagher who sure you're always around your family all the time, but you also are not providing anything for your family, whether it's financially or morally or spiritually, like you're giving them no lessons. You're not teaching them how to do anything. And you're also not providing them any opportunities to do anything. So it's all about balance in the end. Like we can say, Oh, it's all about just being there as a dad, but really you have to be there. And you have to be able to provide something, whether that's life lessons or whether that's a college fund. You have to be able to provide something. I'm just questioning that. Oh, I know what movie you're talking about now. I don't. Yeah, I know what he, I know what movie he's talking about. It's it's a. Uh, I know what he's talking about. I know what it is. <clears throat> but yeah, dude. Like, and and that's the craziest thing. I feel like you know, watching these movies. What's the name of it? Arthur's Christmas. Like just watching, like just like jingle the pressures that dads have to go through every year around this time of the year. Like and Sinbad, like I said, Sinbad touched on it. As funny <laughs> as it was, it was the truth. Like we, like we, it's one time of the year where we have to do, we we have to go out to these weird ass places and we got to fight with people to go, to buy these expensive toys or gaming consoles or shoes or whatever it is we and and we're responsible for that and you know they you know our families look to us to like make sure we go out and we get them what they want for christmas and you know we as you know while we're dealing with that we're also dealing with personal problems and and work at the same time like for like clark griswold like he like he would all he wanted was the perfect christmas for his family but nothing went right i mean getting stuck in the attic was probably the last thing he expected to happen to him. And then sitting there watching old family films on that little, whatever, the little projector. And then, you know, the cat dying, the turkey, you know, him, his his family that he really didn't like coming into town unannounced, bringing their kids and the dog. It, it, it was a lot that he was having to do, but yet he was still trying to make sure that they had the perfect Christmas. And it, it was just, for me, it's just like, that's a reality. Like this movie was back in what the eighties and that's still a reality to this day. You have, mm-hmm. you know, you, you have family that you don't really like that show up out of unannounced 
You got so much stuff that's going on. And then, you know, there's so much crap that's going around, but you still are responsible to make sure everyone has a perfect holiday, holiday season. And what happens when we fail or do we fail? How do we stay honest with our kids while trying to teach in life lesson? That's the hardest part. Well, is that, and it's not part. a it's not a one size fits all. Like you can totally be the parent that says, you know what, I'm not gonna fall into the the rat race of trying to get my kid the same expensive gift that all the other kids are getting. You can be that parent, but you have to make sure that you're explaining to your kid that this is why you're doing this or this is why what they want is not really necessary or it's not as rewarding as they think it would be sort of thing. So, you know, you just have to, it's all, it's in the end, it's all about how you parent. Like you can't just expect to be like, well, I'm not going to get them this gift and we're not even going to talk about it. You right. should explain like why you're not getting them something that has no real value. And what's, what's weird about today too. And you guys, I don't know if you've experienced it already. You probably have um, the things the kids want today it's not like when we were a kid and we were like, oh, give me a football or give me, you know, some Pokemon cards, like physical things. It's like, oh, I could I want more V-Bucks, you know, like shit like that. Like, so it's right. things that you can't even like physically measure. It's like digital stuff. So it's even harder as a dad to be like, oh, you know, sure. Here's, you know, 50 bucks or whatever. And, and, that, and that's and that's that's just the thing. It's just it's I feel like the pressures of the holiday season they just get worse every year because things get more expensive. And, you know, there's like, you got to think December is, it's, it's at the very end of the year and all year, all every you're year? seeing is, huh? Every year. Shut up. <laughs> Make me do it. And you think about like all year, like brand new do things being released, new shoes. <laughs> do it. New shoes, new phones, new clothes. New everything. It's just new gaming consoles, new video games. It's so much stuff that's being released throughout the year. And then once the year, once December hits or November hits, it's like, you know, kids want, I, well, this is my Christmas. This is what I want. This is what I got to get. This is what I want. And like, it's just, I feel like for me, I like, I work in retail and I work some of these holidays. I work some of these weekends where it's like these stores have ridiculous sales and then people are in here just, buying shit it's i couldn't imagine like being i can't read that still can't read that do we <laughs> you're such a dick you know that you, you want me to do it here i'll do this one i don't need to deliberate hang that nigga now i got the rope right here <laughs> yes he snuck it in on you <sighs> And that's the end of Just Be There podcast, right there. Him sleeping, that was great. But no, I, I, I think like for me personally, like I don't fall into that. <laughs> I don't really fall into that. I don't really fall into that category. Um, I try not to get involved in the craziness about like buying weird shit and going out and make sure my daughter has the newest whatever. Like you, you know, we get you a couple toys, a couple dresses, and she's happy. We say, remember, the child is only fully grown when they fully experience life. No matter how we raise our kids, the curiosity for the other side of the fence will be present. Our goal is to teach our kids, children how to analyze their decisions based on the values and ethics you've instilled in them. Yep, that's yep. absolutely 100% correct, sir. So I, I have a random thought. I want to get away from Christmas for a minute because I'm tired of talking about it. Um, I need y'all to help me settle the debate. Okay. Um. 
How do you make your spaghetti? Huh? I didn't stutter. How do you I make your spaghetti? How do you make your spaghetti? Uh, boil water and not put the spaghetti okay. in there. Do you do you when when you boil the water and you cook the noodles and you cook the sauce you cook the hamburger meat whatever it is you put in there mm-hmm. do you put all the ingredients in one big tub and just serve it with the sauce on the noodles or do you put the noodles on and then put the sauce and the the, the hamburger meat on on top noodles of it? and then sauce I don't put it in one big tub that's weird why would you do that what are, you, what are you a Neanderthal what is wrong with you <laughs> Who does that I'm I'm part caveman shut up Dylan I'm talking to Dylan now. Normally it's uh, separate bowls, right? Like noodles in one bowl, sauce and meat in a separate bowl. Well, I know, exactly. but like when you when you when you put it on a plate, like yeah, noodles, sauce. Why would you combine the two before it hits the plate? <laughs> you put it all together. But why would you? Because the noodles and the sauce, there's not enough sauce to noodle ratio. No, then then you get more sauce. You add more sauce. You don't. What is wrong with what is wrong with you? Why do you why do you do these things, TJ? Why can't you be normal? Because <laughs> normal's boring. What is your... <laughs> Oh my God. Oh right, look, my... Jesus. Oh my God. Oh man, don't eat spaghetti at my house. Dude. Okay. Uh, professor, how do you do, do, do you pour He's it all in one... Italian? His wife is Italian. Shut up. I know that. I'm talking to the professor. Wait, so hold on, hold on. Explain to me what's the What's the alternative? So what are you doing? So if you're you not- cook you, you cook your noodles, right? And then you put like, for us, for instance, we cook uh, noodles, hamburger meat, sauce, and, and and then Sam puts the noodles on a plate and then puts the sauce on top of it. Me, I cook the noodles and then I cook the hamburger meat and then I pour the sauce and the hamburger meat in with the noodles after I drain the water out of the noodles, of course. What? You are a... Neanderthal, you are a primate. That's 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 pretty freaking rude, dude. What do you do? Why? Why would you? Why that's, would you? That's deciding for everyone else how much sauce and meat they're gonna have. Exactly. Exactly. It's called gravy, not sauce. Why? That's why would you, right? TJ? Why? Who taught you that? Wow. My family. What? You You're sh- just a sauce boss, huh? That is ter- exact. That is super terrible. Why? Why <laughs> would you? And you do this on a regular? Like this? Oh, is I'm sorry, thing? Sam, that you're so unhappy with me. Wait, Sam, please explain this to me. Why do you allow him to cook again? Why? Why? Because I'm why fat you, and I know how to cook. Why did you get this? I told you. I yes, like, you were doing it wrong. Okay. Here's the thing. I think it, it comes from a good place. I think you think that you're saving someone a step by mixing it together and saving them that step. But that There's step not is enough very... sauce to noodle ratio. <laughs> that step is very important. Like I like a lot of sauce and meat, so I don't want someone to put hey. a skimpy amount of shit in my yeah. noodles. I, I saw so there's this picture that I saw on, on Facebook that it's so it's a it's a Kool-Aid <laughs> container. <laughs> with the spaghetti you brought it up dude don't get upset now <laughs> you brought this up you you exposed yourself to this you thought it was normal didn't you just shut up <laughs> and i think sam just called you fat 
<laughs> That's a myth. If someone's fat, it doesn't mean they can. <laughs> Glad to know you think I'm fat, dude. Appreciate that. <laughs> No, it's that's you should not do spaghetti that way. It should be noodles first, and then your sauce and meatballs if that's how you want it, or your sauce, <laughs> your sauce mixed with the meat. Yeah. You should never put it in one bowl, one pot. And we, I would, I feel like I need to, I feel like we need to disown TJ. I feel like I we go ahead, uh... just tell all my secrets. Get it all out there. Just oh, I have another secret to tell. Let's go. Come, come, come on. Oh, well, I want to know now. I want to know the weird habits. What are the weird habits? How weird How weird are we getting here? Oh, it's going to get weird. Isn't that funny, though? Because it's it's not acceptable to do that with spaghetti, but it's totally acceptable to do that with mac and cheese. Like, you decide how much cheese is in someone's mac and cheese. So, you that's an argument. With spaghetti? The Rock does it. Oh God! That's you drink definitely. milk with spaghetti. Yes. And you wonder why your stomach hates you. You I wonder why you also, the shit you go. Shut to. up! I also put mustard on my bacon. What else you got? Why you put? Dude. What? I'm picturing whiskey, monster, marinara sauce, and milk just gurgling <laughs> all up in your stomach, like a witch's cauldron. I, I, I run off a of whiskey and 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 monsters. No, a little so. bit oh, of God. gravy on the plate first, noodles and then gravy on top. I've never tried that. You know what? I want. I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna oh, try you'll that. try it the way Professor does it. You won't try it the way I do it. Why would I want to do that? I don't want to put my spaghettis. My stomach and butt both said no. <laughs> the mustard is actually good on bacon. Go to the last one. I'll let you. I don't like mustard, but I I can't. I'll let you slide with it because I don't. I'm not a big mustard. Fan. My great my great granddaddy did that with me. But the catch, but the the way you make spaghetti makes me. It makes it makes me itch. Yeah, the first time I come to your house, yeah, I've had a few beers in me. I ended up saying it before this damn podcast is over with. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Man, the first time I come over, we're going out to eat. <laughs> See, professor knows. True story. Mustard on bacon is good. Eat like, it, America. I don't, I don't like. I don't like mustard, so I, I I can't knock that. But the way you make spaghetti makes me itch. You should not. <laughs> you should not do that, sir. You should not make bacon. You should not make spaghetti that way. You, it's it, how it, I know, and I feel like I feel like the reason why you're doing it is because you're lazy. That's probably why you're doing it because you don't want to clean extra pots. I think that's why you're doing it. No. I think it's, I'm, doing it because i get enough sauce with my noodle you that sounded dirty more st- <laughs> i have a combination for you what what is your combination mr leonard or professor leonard is a complete oh, yeah. other people's feelings on noodles to sauce ratio i like my i like my noodles drenched in sauce and meat i do that's how i like mine i don't want to have to like because the meat doesn't st- the meat and the sauce doesn't really stay on the noodles so yeah. guess what? If you put it in the same goddamn pot, it does. No, it doesn't. Because the moment you pull it out, all that it it just it kind of makes it difficult. So if you buy enough sauce, and it tells you on the meat, it tells you when you cook the meat of how much sauce you need, and the the sauce will tell you itself. Brown gravy and mushrooms on French fries. I, I like brown gravy. I like French fries, but I don't like mushrooms. 
I'm not. I like brown gravy on certain things, like rice. Um, uh, Nate doesn't like mushrooms. I don't like mushrooms. He he runs from them. I absolutely run from them. <laughs> absolutely, one hundred percent. I don't like mushrooms. I gotta cook them separately when I cook the crawfish. You sir, you sir are in the NFL. Okay, you you need to not make your spaghetti that way, sir. You are taking you are taking the privilege from someone else saying, "I want this amount of sauce on my noodles." That's what you're doing, sir. You're selfish. What else are we talking about? I'm having fun. <laughs> oh, my but, God. But screw all of y'all, because I'm right y'all wrong, and y'all just kiss my white butt. <laughs> also want to hear what ice cream choices are at Brahms. What are your ice cream choices? Hey, go back to watching one of your shows. <laughs> no. No, see, she didn't open Pandora's box. Now I'm concerned. What, is his, what is his choices of ice cream? Chocolate and green sherbet. What the fuck is what hmm. at Brahms only? Thank you. Chocolate. That's the only, pl that's the only place I do it. Is it Brahms? Yes. Sherbet's gross. That's not what you said when you ate a one chip. Could it save my life? That's why <laughs> sherbet is still gross. Lime sherbet and chocolate. How did that, How do you come? How do you come? See, and you wonder why you you got. The stomach problems you had. I bet there was a straight cut flavor. He would enjoy it. <sighs> TJ, 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 I'm learning a lot about you tonight, sir. Wasn't that a jab at you because you're being so homophobic tonight? <laughs> a straight cut flavor? <laughs> I think that was at you, Nate. I think so. I'm pretty sure it might have been a, a shot at me, but it's okay. <laughs> This, actually, that sounds pretty good. Scoop of lime and chocolate. I like that. You know, when I go to... What else y'all got? Let's go. Come on. When I go to Dunkin' Donuts, I get a large... Why don't you tell them what kind of toilet paper I use, too? Is it one A large hot mocha with a raspberry shot, and it's delicious. Oh, wait, what? Run it by me again? So it's a large hot coffee... But it's the mocha, so it's like got that chocolatey effect, and I put a raspberry shot in it. That's normal. Yeah, it's normal. So it's bacon on mustard. Or but that's to me, that's like the same bacon. thing as doing like a, a lime sherbet and chocolate. Nah, I don't know. Sherbet is sherbet and ice cream. It tastes weird. It just sherbet has a weird. Oh, that sounds amazing. See, that's that's usually what happens when people come up with normal combinations. People don't say flavor. I'm sure if you looked around hard enough, you'd find one. Somebody might. Some of these ice cream places might have a casserole flavor, but you never know. But yeah, no, TJ, I will never ask you to cook spaghettis ever. I swear, I'm yeah. one of these days. I'm gonna get a T-shirt that says "Casserole is for the poor," and I'm gonna send it to Professor Leonard. <laughs> I'll have you know I have it had to start dollars. somewhere. I, I got three dollars in the bank. I ain't broke. <laughs> That's right. Oh my god. And I just deposited about two fifty in quarters, nickels, and dimes. That's because you stole it out of somebody's rental car. <laughs> hey, it's not stealing if they left it behind. Okay, fair enough. Jesus Christ. Oh man. Oh. So there's another question for you. How do you get your teeth out? How do like you what? When you were when you were a kid, how'd you get your teeth out? It depends. 
It, it really depends on what I like a lot. I think I pulled my molars out with the annihilator. I bit real, I bit down real hard and I just opened my mouth real fast and it just pulled, it pulled them out. Um, I pulled them out. Hey, what'd you pull them out with? My hand, my fingers. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I never, I never did, I never did the, I want to try that with Ken's. I never did the tighter string around your tooth and slam the door. I never did that. I definitely want. I, I definitely want to try. I don't, I don't know. I don't think she's gonna be brave enough to do that though. Dylan, how do I pull my teeth out? Mm-hmm. Um, every child's pulled their tooth out at least once. So here's the thing. I I remember this like it was yesterday. My aunt had a convertible, but it was like one of those like. It wasn't like a fancy convertible, you know. It was like one of those like little Plymouth cars. (laughs) Yeah, those little convertibles. (laughs) So she had that car, and my uncle was driving it, and I was in the passenger seat, and my cousin was in the back seat. It was just the three of us, and I had a a payday candy bar, and I bit into the payday candy bar, and all of a sudden, I lost my tooth, but I couldn't find it. You swallowed it, didn't you? I freaking swallowed my tooth in the K-Day in the, in the payday candy bar in my aunt's convertible. My did uncle. you did you wait for it to come out the other end or did you just say fuck it? I was a little concerned. I'm like, how is this gonna end? <laughs> so my <clears throat> the the one recollection I have, I had a cousin. I don't know what I happened to him because I I hadn't seen him in years. <laughs> but uh shut up, Nate. <laughs> I'm just reading with you. Oh, oh, you're reading. My bad. <laughs> Stop reading the comments, Nate. Help me develop a pain tolerance, which is why I, I enjoy getting tattoos. So, the cousin and I both were loose. We had a loose tooth at the same time. I don't know how. We were, I don't know, six, seven years old. Maybe five. And uh, he saw... I don't know where we came across this. It was TV show. If it was a movie, what it was, he saw guys punching each other and punching their teeth out. So we took turns slapping one another until the other one's tooth fell out. So we only did that once. That didn't last. <laughs> we, we, yeah. we tried to, we tried the trick with the, you know, uh, my grandfather tried the trick with the tie, of, uh, I think it was dental floss around my tooth and then slammed the door. Mm-hmm. So I got bored one night, and I'm sure you've seen a YouTube video of it somewhere, but um, I got bored one night, and I, I tied dental floss around my tooth and tied the other end of my little RC race car, and I took off with it. But being a kid, I wasn't very coordinated, so what do you think happened when the car took off? I jumped forward, and the car kept going. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. So, you know, how far did you get dragged behind the thing? <laughs> Well, that was the thing. I almost landed on the stupid car, and then I was like, oh, yeah, the button. So I hit the button again, and it popped out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we know we've all tried it. My daughter loves pulling her teeth out. She loves it. Like She she actually lost a tooth uh, last week. She was eating Chick-fil-A, and, it, and she bit into a chicken nugget, and it came out, and she was ecstatic. Cassie's lost both of her front teeth, so I'm, I'm giving her I'm giving her hell, you know, singing that all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. <laughs> Kenzie, it did, dude, they take forever to grow back. Kenzie lost hers, and it took, or it took almost, I think, a month and a half for them things to grow back. Mm-hmm. 
I tricked my friend into pulling out his two front teeth to help him get a Sega. What? Hey, uh, Sonic is not going to buy itself, okay? <laughs> yeah, I think that's the one console I didn't have as a kid. It was a Sega. You never uh, had a Sega? Yeah, Dude, that, was, that was my very first console. I've my never first had console an... was a re- original Nintendo. I never had a it. Nintendo or a Super we, Nintendo. My grandfather and I went to Funko Land, bought this thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's super easy. Well, back in the 90s, he had one of them really big-ass big-screen TVs. It was like the screen was vinyl. Almost, (laughs) and it took three grown men to figure out how to hook up a a a regular Nintendo to this big screen TV. It took them like four hours. Couldn't figure it out. But it's a plug and play. It's not really that difficult. Yeah, (laughs) not with this TV. It wasn't because they were trying to. We bought the adapter so we could plug in the uh, the antenna to the cable. Yep, into the uh, the little adapter came with. And for some reason, I don't know if there was like a short in the cable or something, but they would get it and then it would like move mm. and it would short out. And then they'd have to, <laughs> they ended up having to like duct tape it to the TV. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I think That's awesome. That's a, Super I like Nintendo, a regular Nintendo never had those. I never had a GameCube. Never had a GameCube. Or a Sega Dreamcast. I had a Sega Dreamcast. And the only, the, the, the three games I remember on it, where um, I had, it was a Kiss game. I don't remember what it was. Kiss, the band. Yes, that that Kiss. They had a, a video game on Sega Dreamcast. Um, and then I had uh, one of the 2K video games. Alan Iverson was on the cover of it. And I had Alan Iverson, Kobe Bryant, Shaq, and uh, Michael Jordan. That was oh, yeah. 2K, I think that was when 2K first came out. Yeah. And then, uh, and then the other one was... Uh, it's called Sh- Shamu, Shanu. It was uh, a, a, a game based in Tokyo. And you had to go. It was a role-playing game. And there was no end to this game. I, I bet you I probably spent 200 hours on that game. Just for the bad guy to get away in the end. Spoiler have alert. Ever, have either one of you ever had a Sega Saturn? No. Ever? I've had that. That, that was, I think that's, I had, that was my next console after the Sega. What is one present you wanted but didn't get? I can tell you exactly what it was. Mm. The Thanksgiving jersey that the Cowboys had with the, the stars on the shoulders with uh, Daryl Moose Johnson. I'm sorry. I was privileged. I got everything I wanted. I, I, I asked for one every year, and every year they couldn't find one. Never could find one. I, I had I had my black privilege. I got everything I wanted, so I don't I can't think of anything. Damn black privilege. <laughs> what about you, Dylan? I mean, I always just wanted like a bunch of NFL jerseys, so <clears throat> I guess there was always like you know some jerseys I didn't get, but I understood like they're expensive, and I guess like if there was one thing I, I wanted, but I, it's like I I never pl- like actually played with the trading card. But it would have been cool to have the holographic Charizard card. Oh, yeah. I had those. You know what? I'm kicking myself because those cards are worth millions now. Oh, dude. I had binders this yeah. thick mm-hmm. of, of Pokemon cards. If, and I traded I knew- when I went to college. Like, I, I, I spent all my freaking money on, on tuition, on this, on that. When I went to college, I had to trade in all my freaking cards for a weekend with the boys 
for a liter of McCormick's vodka, a dirty 30, a roll of snuff, and a few other odds and ends that I won't get into <laughs> on, on air. Goddamn, TJ, you're bartering with Pikachu. If if I yeah, knew if I knew what I knew gone. now, I would de- I'd have definitely kept those cards. Like those cards are worth a ton of money right now. I used to have a shitload of Roden Track magazines that sometimes I wonder if anyone's gonna want Roden old Roden Track magazines. I know somebody who I know somebody who would. You would be surprised. My buddy Jared, he loves those. He collects them. Okay. Well, there you go. See, I already fucked up. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, you'd definitely be surprised what people want nowadays. TJ, you should tell them about my collection. This guy has a freaking room full of just sports memorabilia. Just it's it's endless. It's crazy. He showed me he showed me pictures of his room, and I think he might have sent me a video. I don't remember. Uh, but the professor has an insane amount of sports memorabilia. It's like the mini helmets, jerseys, footballs. The list is endless. We have to. You have to take us on a tour one day, sir. What are you guys' thoughts on NFTs? What the fuck is NFT? Why do I keep seeing this acronym and I don't know what the fuck it means? Is that on RedTube? <laughs> no. Oh. I That's thought it was like, like a thumbnail. So it stands for non-fungible token, but essentially all they are is like, it's like digital pictures, essentially. It's like what people draw. They're like drawings. Oh, yeah. I saw somebody talking about that earlier. And yeah, I mean. But all of a sudden, people are paying like, you know, because it's through a lot of it's through crypto. So you'll see like, oh, I paid like five Ethereum for this. But five Ethereum is like $4,000. Yeah, people are paying a ton of money for those things. How to get away with robbery, but legal. Exactly. Yeah, I don't, if he's got any insight, because I don't understand it. It seems like people can just like snap screenshot your NFT and all of a sudden they have exactly what you have, only they didn't pay $4,000 for it. And I understand that like, I guess there's a smart contract to it, but you still have to go through the process of suing whoever's using your NFT. Like, I just, it seems like, it's I don't, robbery. what are the kids into? You know, like all this digital world, and like the metaverse and the sandbox and decentraland it's 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 really i I feel like it's controlling at some point the end game is going to be controlled there i got i got a news for skull quit coming out with pouches they suck (laughs) i can't find my long cut anywhere i've been doing pouches for a day and a half and they suck there there are major companies investing millions of dollars in like virtual space it's crazy yeah, I I feel like at, at this point it I know it's probably a conspiracy theory, but it, at some point it's going to end in control because if you turn everything, money, obviously money is the most important thing. You turn that digital, you can control that shit either way. Like it's just for me, it's just like why is everything going digital now? Cryptocurrency is a big thing now. Like hell, there's NFL players that are turning their contracts into crypto coin. It's a with the, the Bitcoin and shit. They want to be paid that way. I'm like, you're fucking retarded. I don't like, give me my check. Ultimately, I think it's a good thing. I don't know enough to really explain why, other than I know they say because it's decentralized, like you don't have some like little conglomerate of banks controlling so much of like why the market is the way it is. So I think that that plays a lot into it. I think you can control a lot more as an individual with the way um, crypto works. 
The issue has to deal with the ownership slash copyright. I can sell the same NFT to five different individuals because contracts are not protected. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Quick answer. Didn't Jake Paul buy like a, a TNT or whatever they're called, NFT? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely like a bro thing, you know, like Chet Hanks. He, he got into this cryptocurrency that ended up being like a scam thing. But have you guys heard of Chet Hanks? Never heard of him. Who is he? Dude, he's Tom Hanks' like younger son. I didn't know he had kids. So you didn't. Okay, so Colin Hanks is kind of a famous actor. He's to, like one of Tom Hanks' older kids, but Chet is one of his younger kids, and he's basically <laughs> he's like the white trash son that you don't want anyone to know about. Are you saying Chad or Chat? Chad. C H E T. Yeah, Chet. Oh, I thought uh, I was I was still thinking Chad hitting my podcast and y'all still going. <laughs> goddamn right, Horny Gnome. You're goddamn right. It's what yeah. we do when we when we when we you missed you missed the conversation. Hey, uh Horny Gnome, let me ask you this question. Um, how do you make your spaghetti? Oh god, here we go. <laughs> do you put it do you put noodles, then sauce, or do you do it TJ the barbaric way and then you just mix it all in one pot in one pot? Okay, oh shit. He's on a delay. He's on about a 30 second delay. So I cook my noodles and then I cook my hamburger meat, my sauce, and then I drain the noodles and then I pour the hamburger meat and sauce in one big pan. That way my noodle to sauce ratio is correct. So here we go. That is not a noodle to ratio. You're messing up the ratio. No, I'm not. <laughs> Y'all are wrong. <laughs> I don't I, look. I don't give a damn. You could be You're from wrong. Italy. You're not supposed to make something. You could be a hundred percent. What is it? Italian. You could be hundred percent. Shut so up! I'm people. talking. <laughs> Let the bearded dude talk. I, 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 I you could be a hundred percent from Italian, and I'm still gonna do it that way. I've never seen. I've lived a long life, and I've never seen anyone make spaghetti that Bitch, way. Bitch, I'm older than you. Shut up. I've never seen it, no one make it that way. Noodles separate and sauce separate. Then, in my opinion, I mix for the whole family. Oh, wow. He does the same shit you do. He does the same shit you do. Wow. That is not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> well, it is nuts. It is absolutely it's nuts. Not you're nuts. not supposed to do that. You do not, you're not. You don't mix anything until it hits the plate. You don't put it. You don't cook it all in one pot. You barbarians. What is wrong with y'all? So rude. <laughs> I'm not just going to slap a steak on someone's plate and then pour A1 sauce all over it. Right. No. Listen, Come Linda. On. Listen, Linda. Listen. Listen. What is wrong? That is y'all are barbarians, man. Jesus. Y'all are just. Oh, I don't know what to say. So goddamn rude. <laughs> you just shit on someone else's choice of what how they want their noodles made i like a lot of sauce on mine i don't want to mix and then nah, you, it's wrong it is so wrong it is not how you do it tj but yeah chet hanks has a, people don't take too much sauce chet hanks has a song on youtube called white boy summer oh god <laughs> and he's all about his he's all about his black queens just get more sauce Okay, it is that simple. Just buy more sauce. 
I don't get, put, I don't put sauce on my steak. Not on a steak. I usually don't, but sometimes a one. Sometimes it depends for me. It for me to put something like I use Heinz. I like Heinz. I like the way it tastes. But if the steak is cooked really well, I won't touch it. I won't put anything on it. Heinz ketchup or like Heinz like that steak special sauce. sauce. 57. Okay, Heinz fifty-seven. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's I like me like so like we cook for my for I think it was Father's Day or Mother's Day one of the days like I cook steaks on a grill like in. Uh, is it no? I'm gonna judge more upon the dude finishes a steak more than fucking spaghetti. Oh, you would say that because you fucked up the spaghetti. <laughs> so I, I mean, for me, I don't. I mean, like if, if the steaks cook really, if it's cooked really well, it's good. And like, I if I don't need it, like I'll give it a taste, make sure I don't need it. If I don't need it, I won't put any steak sauce on it. But if it's like a cheap cut, then I'll use it. If the steak is done good enough, y'all don't need exactly. But like, if I I've had cheap steak before, and I use steak sauce because it's cheap. Steak sauce is needed for when a <laughs> amateur is cooking and forgot the third wonder of the world sauce. <laughs> I mean, for the most part, yes. But you can't tell me that a one doesn't taste good. I mean, what are we just gonna? A one is a one has a weird ass aftertaste. I don't really like a one. It's weird for me. It's because you're weird. <laughs> TJ drinks A1 without steak. I believe it. I goddamn believe it. <laughs> I mean, why not? like, honey, do you want to refill on that wine? He's like, actually. <laughs> I fucking believe TJ would do I it. I don't drink wine. I've so. sent steaks back if not seasoned well. I, I'll blame you. If my if I don't, I, I like, if I can't cook a bad cut and make it taste good, then he needs to let his wife run the grill. I don't, I don't, I don't buy cheap steaks. Like I don't, I, I stopped doing that a long time ago. My favorite steak to cook is a tomahawk. Have you guys Everybody ever had did. Omaha steaks? Huh? Have you guys ever had Omaha steaks? Is yes. that that Peyton Manning one? <laughs> no, it's a, yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a steak. It's a brand. It's a company, and they make good steaks. Tomahawks um, are good to cook too. I, I, since since Sam likes throwing everybody's secrets out in the air. Sam likes her steak so well done that it's life matters after she cooks. I'm just saying. Oh. Hey, okay, so we're done here. Oh, <laughs> so we're done here. Fun. We need to go ahead and hit the end button for the fucking no, <laughs> no, you did not, sir. What the fuck just happened? Oh, oh my god, what the hell just happened? TJ All heard right. that joke from David Duke himself. <laughs> Stole that off TikTok. Thank you very much. What the fuck? No, I know. You know what? Same way with the chicken too. I just, you know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw a couple of chickens protesting one day. I'm just oh saying. Oh my god! Well done, getting escort off the property. Absolutely. I crazy thing is, I used to I used to eat my steak well done. I used to eat it well done before I got married, and then <laughs> I realized like. It's really not that it's 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 bad. So I, now I get it medium well. I like medium well. I just cut its tail off and slap it on. Or the plate me, either fine. medium well or medium rare. Medium rare mostly works for me. But she she, I, I just can't get the fact that you said what you said. It's funny as shit. Don't get me wrong. Shit was hilarious. But holy shit, TJ. Right. <laughs> what the fuck? 
Mister, always want to make sure we don't say anything too controversial. <laughs> I didn't say anything controversial. I spoke the truth. He's had just <laughs> enough soundboard IPAs tonight. <laughs> I'm not that bad. Medium well. Did you hear what he said, though? That's the... Not you lying. Oh, my God. What is... Oh, my God. That is funny. That is hilarious. I'm done. This show is, this show is definitely... I, I, didn't, I didn't say we were done. You sir. The show ends when I say we're done. TJ, a few more, a few more IPAs, and you'll be dropping the end bomb. I say ninja all the time. Yes, he said he was saying damn thing. Rare as fuck, this motherfucker better had a hoof before he hit the ground. Exactly. <laughs> I don't like like rare. I can't. Rare's the probably the only one I can't really touch. Like that's you talking. That's a lot. That's a lot for me. I, I like medium rare is fine for me, but rare that's that's a whole different that's a whole different territory there. Well, pink will make the stink, so that's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh my god, that is this here. This is funny. Oh my god, this dude here. He's you've had one too many of them, sir. <laughs> one too many. No more whiskey. <laughs> yeah, he definitely he needs. You need to cut him off. I want to see blood. On the East Coast. <laughs> Why? Why do y'all like it bloody? Like I don't understand. What like, flavor is man. Like my like <clears throat> Kelsey's dad. Her, her grandfather was like that. He had to have it bloody. I'm like, Mm-mm. like this fucking thing still has a heartbeat. No, I don't want. I don't need that much. I, I don't need that much. I have a PSA. Do not email your professor about your final grade and starting how well you write. But do not use capitalization or punctuation in your message. Do what? You might as well just bite a cow. I mean, you might as well. If you want, I mean, you might as well bite it. Like, what, what's the point? I mean, when I was a kid, I used to bite my mom. Does that count? Like, what the hell? Like, why, why is it rare? Like, why is it that rare? Like, that, that, mean, that means you just threw it on a grill, grew it 30 seconds, flipped it 30 seconds, take it off. Like, what? That's not cut. <laughs> Two minutes on each side. You're fine. I do about two and a half on each side. And then one, and then like maybe a minute, half a minute on both sides and then take it off. But I usually keep the fire kind of like low. Okay, to be fair, it's usually not actually blood. It's the meat breaking down. Looks like blood. But as long as you hit the right temperature, then you're good. I got a question for Horny Gnome since he's in here and he's from Nebraska. How much corn do you eat normally? And what looks like blood but isn't blood? It's the juices. It's the juices from the meat. Butter, garlic, and thyme. They're just the color of blood without being blood. I like my I like my steaks on the grill. I prefer. I don't. I used to. I the skillet. I I don't know. I don't. I like I like to put it on the grill. Makes it easier. We ain't even gonna get in discussion because you use charcoal. Got no time. Charcoal is the only way to cook on a grill. No, it's not. Fucking gas. Gas is not gas. Gas. You don't get flavor with gas. I get plenty of flavor with it. Not. I got plenty of gas the next day. I hate. I don't. (laughs) I hate. I hate propane. I I hate it. I I absolutely hate it. Rimshot on the soundboard. (laughs) A lot less than you would assume. We are. 
the beef state. Iowa produces more corn than we do. That I didn't know that. I did, I, I learned something. I didn't know that. I, I definitely learned something because I, I definitely didn't know that. Look, guess guess is it? Yeah, the grill is the only way they said it. Wow. They said it's good in the air fryer. If you ever let her cook steak in an air fryer, I'm coming to your house and inflicting a lot of punishment on someone. You better not let her cook nothing in an air fryer. Uh, somebody cooks a steak in our air fryer, just going to come out and protest and steal our TVs. I mean, <laughs> so wait, are we saying that what really? The fuck is wrong? What he's oh. saying. What he's saying is that it should really be the Iowa corn huskers and the Nebraska ribeyes. Maybe, uh, yeah, probably. That's what he's saying. Uh, gas can be done right if you aren't a frying, if, if frying, if effing moron. I don't like, I don't like, I just, I hate cooking on gas grills. You start on the skillet and finish, and you start on the grill and finish in the skillet. I never tried that one. I might have to try that one. Air fryer steak is awesome. I was surprised. I will break your kneecaps. I don't like that I didn't get more of a pop on that one. That was a really good joke, you guys. I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> so I changed it to the Iowa Corn Huskers because they he said they get more corn. And because the Iowa team is the Hawkeyes and Nebraska does beef, I changed it to the ribeyes. Well, get it? Yeah. You, must, you two have weighed way too much to drink tonight. Because um, I actually saw you finish that wine bottle. Okay, first of all, started off with only half the bottle. I don't know, but I need another beer. We need it in the show. One of two is going to have to Did half the bottle. And second of all, I saw you. I saw you do this number there, so I was like, "Yeah, he's done." Yeah, and then I did it again. I was like, "Oh, I totally you forgot I did this." Air fryer. air fryers are godsend. Listen to me, all right? I will never use an air fryer to cook anything, all right? Ever. My ancestors didn't get beat for four hundred years to cook in an air fryer. Period. I, I stand. Know. I stand by this ribeye joke, dude. I'm clipping that and I'm putting it on the internet. <laughs> I Go for it. More <laughs> <goddamn joke>. ah. <laughs> with <laughs> with you breaking knees. <laughs> Jesus. All right. You boys ready to get out of here? Yeah, I guess it's about that time. Hold on, we got, hold on. Listen, air fryers are the shit, and we ain't got to beat them to use them. Anywho, I, 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 don't, I, I don't mind them on some certain stuff, but I ain't putting my steak in there. I no, I'm not. I would never. I, I, All right, we, boys, y'all got anything else before we go? Nope. This is fun. Uh, I'll. I would like to reciprocate what Nate said earlier about this podcast being awesome. It's definitely awesome. I have a blast with you guys. Um, I'd like to thank Braylon Nelson again for the opportunity to talk with her because she's awesome. And TJ, thank you for hosting this thing, man. Absolutely, Absolutely. TJ. I'm ha- I'm ha- I'm really happy you came up with this idea, sir. Because I don't know, I don't know what I I don't know what I'd be doing if we didn't do this. Um, not cooking in an air fryer. <laughs> apparently, apparently, we have people who cook in air fryers. Yeah, apparently. And then Horny Gnome puts a frozen one in there and you get it in eight minutes. But I, I would be sitting here even longer thinking, how did the Patriots only throw three passes the other night? <laughs> I don't know if they still won. <clears throat> how did you play in a blizzard? Yep, that's exactly what happens. 
That's a blizzard. Oh my god, you're southern. Dude, the wind was it was the wind, the biggest wind. The biggest issue was the wind. Hey, I a thought blizzard. we were ending the show. Y'all gonna y'all gonna keep on like women or what are we doing here? A oh, blizzard god. involves <laughs> snow, sir. <laughs> Orny Gnome, thank you so much, man. <clears throat> thank you. I like I said, I this this is fun. Like Tuesdays, I look forward to the show. I make sure I get off early enough to get home in time. So I definitely enjoy it. I, you know, we, it seems like we're doing our show is improving. So I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, we're some say it's the best on the Partycast Network. I didn't say it, but and I uh, we're the only show on the Partycast Network that has a black guy. I'm going to reiterate that. <laughs> so oh, eat it, eat it. But uh, we don't, we don't pay him any any more or any less than anyone else, though. That's exactly. I mean, you know, he he only gets three percent. I get five, but we we won't talk about that. <laughs> Guys, it's been a blast. As always, I'm Whiskey. I'm Nate. I'm Turbo D. Put the kids to bed. Here comes the king. You've been warned. What's up? Hey. Okay, the Just Be a Dad podcast is is over. You can go. (laughs) Whiskey, Nate, and Dylan have left. So this is just getting awkward at this point. So bye-bye. You're still here. Listen, I said fuck off, okay? We don't need you here anymore. You were here for the show. Show's over. That's how it works, okay? Goodbye. All right. She's just getting awkward at this point. <laughs> what are you here for? What are you going to do? Steal shit? Huh? You're going gonna to steal the microphone? What are you still doing? Your show is over. Leave. Make like a Michael Jackson and get the flock out of here. I fucked that up. Oh.